Hello Sharks. Before we get to today's video, I have a very, very special gift for you. I'm giving you a free video from poker coaching coach Matt Affleck, where he is preparing himself and his students for the World Series of Poker. He's going through their online databases and looking for spots where they could play a whole lot better. This is actually part of a nine hour long series that Matt Affleck just released at PokerCoaching.com and you can get the first part completely for free. Check it out at PokerCoaching.com WSOP. Let's get to the video. Hi there, Sharks. I'm Jonathan Little, here today with another episode of Weekly Poker Hand. I have a poker hand for you today. You want to see it? Yes, sir! If you do, do me a quick favor before we start. Click the like and subscribe button. Also, click the notification bell. That'll let me know you actually want to be here. And if you don't want to be here, go somewhere else. Make the most of your life. Don't watch content you don't want to be watching. Okay? All right. Here we have a hand between the World Series of Poker Master. The World Series of Poker is happening soon. Are you ready? Are you ready? I'm ready. He is playing heads up for $100,000 each against Tom Dwan. Used to be the absolute heads up master online. He still crushes the games today. Here, Phil Helmuth playing 45 big blinds, opts to raise to 5,000. And over to Tom Dwan. This is a spot where against most people, I think you just want to go ahead and put in a re-raise. But I don't think you want to do that against Phil Helmuth. And the reason is because I think, if anything, Phil Helmuth's range is way more polarized than most people's when he raises. If you have watched High Stakes Duel on Poker Go, you have seen over and over and over again Phil Helmuth limp frequently from the button. When he limps, he usually has a mediumish strength range. But when he raises, he usually has a very polarized range of really good hands, which Sevens doesn't actually do all that great against, or really bad hands that Sevens does amazingly well against. So this is a spot where you would usually prefer to call against someone like Phil Helmuth, but three-betting is like at least reasonable 45 big blinds deep against most people. Anyway, Tom Dewan calls, which I think is fine and good. Flop comes. Nine, five, two. Giving Tom Dewan a pair. Backdoor straight draw, backdoor flush draw. You ever lead in this spot? What do you think? I want you to take a second and write in the comment section below if you lead in this spot and why. Or should you just check and go from there? Pause the video and write what you would do in this scenario with pocket sevens. Do you check or do you go for the lead? All right, Sharks, that was a trick question. You should not be leading in this scenario. This is a spot where you should be checking your entire range. There is very little merit in having a leading range out of position when you are playing somewhat deep stacked. When you're shallow stacked, perhaps there's a little bit of merit, but not at all when you are deep stacked. This is a hand that you're going to want to check and go from there. Tom Dwan checks. He knows what he's doing. Phil Helmuth goes for the 8,000 bet. Ugh. He's already starting to polarize himself to good made hands and draws. Kind of annoying here that pocket sevens actually blocks a whole lot of the draws, right? Especially the seven of spades. The draws Helmuth is likely to have are going to be open into straight draws and flush draws, both of which, well, I guess the flush draws sevens blocks, but also gut shot straight draws, right? Like perhaps hands like seven, six, right? Maybe even some really trashy hands like seven, four, maybe decides to go for the bat as a, just like a bluff, right? So this is a spot where when Tom Dwan has this exact hand, it's already not looking great. That said, 
You can't really fold a pair of sevens on the 9-5-2 board. So we call. There's no merit in raising in this spot. If you raise and get action, you're usually against a good made hand or a draw, which is not good for you. And if you make your opponent fold, usually they're folding out some garbage. Now, they may fold out a hand like Queen-Jack of Hearts, which has some equity against you, but it's just not worth it. There's, there's no merit in going for the raise here because when you do get action, you're usually in very, very, very bad shape. Turns a 10 of spades. Not great, but now at least um, Tom Dwan's seven of spades blocks some flushes. So interestingly enough, the sevens are like a kind of bad hand on the flop to have because, I mean, obviously they're not folding the sevens, but you'd rather have like seven of diamonds, seven, seven of hearts, seven of diamonds, I think, because then your opponent can just have more random flush draws. Doesn't really matter. You're not folding sevens anyway. Um, when the ten of spades comes, though, now you block some of the flushes, which is good. Tom checks. Helmuth now goes for a half pot bet. Ugh. This is also a tough one. I mean, you can't fold the sevens here, right? Because in this scenario, we have the flush draw and sevens could be good. Usually when you have a pair and a flush draw, you either have the best made hand or the best draw. One of those two is good enough. Um, then the tough thing about this 13,000 bet is that if you're thinking logically about Helmuth's range, notice he sides down a little bit on the turn. So it kind of indicates a hand like a nine, right? Because a nine would just bet kind of big on the flop, just a good strong value hand. And then it would bet a little bit smaller on the turn when the turn gets obviously worse. But a hand like any nine doesn't really mind betting here because there's a lot of value and protection to be had, right? So this is definitely an annoying spot where you can't fold, but I think we're going to be showing a lot of nines in this scenario. Duan calls. Rivers of three of clubs. Duan checks. And at this point, if Duan checks and Helmuth blast it, like all in, knows he only has 1.3x pot or so, 1.2x pot remaining in his stack. I think it's a pretty reasonable spot to fold. Even though we do block the flush, knows we also block some of the very obvious bluffs, like 8-7, right? 8-7 is definitely a hand that would bet the flop and bet the turn and bluff the river. So it's kind of bad that we we have the sevens in our hand. He could ease, a Helmuth could also have a hand like Jack-7, right? That's a hand that makes some sense. He could also have a hand like 7-6, just decided to go for it. I think in this scenario, if Dwan checks and Helmuth goes all in, there's no way we can call. That said, it goes check-check. When it goes check-check, do you think we win here? I think we're going to be showing a lot of nines. Maybe we're going to be showing a hand like pocket eights. Maybe a hand like pocket sixes. Maybe ace five. But like ace of spades. Oh, we nailed it. I'm not good at calling out hands. But one time, we finally got it. Unbelievable. I'm, I surprise myself sometimes. Um, this is a spot where... Let's, let's consider Helmus play in this, in this hand. Um, should he bet the flop? Sure. Should he bet the turn? I think you don't have to bet the turn here, but betting a turn is reasonable. When you do bet a hand like a five in this scenario, you want to make sure you can continue if you get raised. And the only fives that can reasonably continue if you get raised are ones where like the ace of spades, king of spades, queen of spades, etc. So I think that makes some sense. That said, this is a pretty nice hand to check behind. Because if it does go check, check on the turn, you can call on a lot of river bets. And we've seen from some previous hands that these two players have played together that Tom Dwan is not afraid to bluff, right? So perhaps you want to let it go check, check, but betting's fine, right? You can still get value from some worse hands like random king of spades, right? You can also get called by some worse hands like 5-4 or 3-2 suited, right? So I think it's a spot where the turn bet's fine. And on the river, the question is, should we go for the bluff? Ooh, that would have made for a good quiz question, right? Um, 
what do we do we ever bluff this i don't think we need to bluff this if you're against a 10 that's just not folding if you're against a flush which i do think tom duan can have that's not folding there are some busted draws that tom duan could have that you just win against he's never going to call with a worse hand right so we're not value betting would he ever fold out a nine or a 10 to a river shove i don't think he's going to fold a 10 would he fold a nine he may fold a nine the problem is a lot of the nines are just gonna have random spades with them right like king of spades nine and that's a hand that would probably just find the call because it has the relevant blocker that said if your opponents think you never bluff all in and i will say one thing i've observed from watching phil helmuth play all of these cards up games that on poker go in high stakes duel one thing i've noticed is that he really 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 does not go for the river bluff all that often so if your opponents think you almost never go for the river bluff you know what you should do you know what your adjustment is you should drastically over bluff you should go for it don't be afraid and also one thing i've learned from studying poker a lot over the last many many years 15 years or so however long i've been playing this game since 2005 2006 something like that is that people overfold if anything people fold a little bit too often so the question is can you get tom duan off of a nine i think you probably can and i do think that's actually going to be a lot of tom duan's range in this scenario or hand like pocket sevens right or hand like pocket eights these are hands that i think you can probably get him to fold and i'm not going to say you should just like always go for this bluff because obviously ace five has a pretty good amount of showdown value if you had a hand like ace of spades six you should definitely go for the bluff or any ace of spades that doesn't have a pair you should definitely go for the bluff but i think this hand may have just a little bit too much showdown value if we did have a hand like ace of spades two or ace of spades three though i think the bluff's in order this time though he lets it go check check and tom duan wins another pot that's gonna be it for today hope you enjoyed this hand if you did again click like click subscribe i appreciate it hope you have a great great week and a great great day make the most of your opportunities they're fleeting good luck Thanks for watching today's video. And just as a quick reminder, make sure you take advantage of the completely free video that Matt Affleck just released where he goes through his databases, students' databases, and he makes sure that you and they are all playing well leading up to this world series of poker. Get that video completely free right now at pokercoaching.com WSOP. I hope you learned a ton. Did you know that subscribing to this YouTube channel will increase your poker win rate by 36%? Go ahead, do it. Actually, that was a bluff. You actually have to watch all the content and apply yourself and work hard and put in volume. Sorry about that.